Welcome to the Epiphany Lutheran Church podcast. These messages, based on a biblical text, interpreting the hearer's situation, informed by Christian teaching, creatively proclaim the crucified and risen Jesus of Nazareth for forgiveness and new life starting now. Epiphany Lutheran Church is located in South City, St. Louis, Missouri. Our vision is to be a community that puts Jesus first, neighbors second, and ourselves third by gathering to be served by him so we can grow to love as he loves. Learn more at epiphany-stl.org. That's epiphany-stl.org. My kids and I went to play baseball in the park this week. It was just the four of us, uh, Elise and Titus and Jude and I, so we didn't have enough for a full team, so we figured we'd just do batting practice, but when we got to the field, we saw that it was taken. Well, maybe we'll just play over here until they're done there, or maybe we could play together. They were teenagers, a group of older boys, one of them might have been older, than that. Their hair was black, their skin was dark brown, and from a distance I could hear them shouting at each other in Spanish. Could we play with them? Or should we have a separate game? Sort of like how we have separate churches, separate schools, separate neighborhoods. I went up to the one who looked like he was the oldest, maybe a young man in his early 20s. Hey, can we play with you guys? He said yes. And for the next hour, we played Sandlot-style baseball with them. We didn't have to talk much because baseball has its own universal language. We didn't keep score We didn't count strikes or outs or errors. There was no winner, no loser. We just played the game. There was no heckling, no boasting, no bragging. Can you imagine a world without bragging rights, without boasting? I know it's hard to imagine. This is, this is what makes our world go round. Everything that we pour ourselves into, sports and work and school and family and vacation and church, if we didn't have bragging rights, what would we, what would we post on social media? What would we put in resumes? What would we talk about at parties? if we didn't have things to boast about. I admit, it's hard to imagine a world with no bragging rights. I think the closest thing that I could think of that that could help us imagine this is a game of Sandlot baseball. In the movie, The Sandlot, you get a picture of this. It's... Set in the, in the 60s, the summer of 1962, in San Fernando Valley, Southern California. 
And the story is told by an adult who is reflecting on his childhood. The adult's name is Scott Smalls. And he's thinking about that summer he moved into town and he was the new kid, hoping to make some friends, but was an outsider. And he saw a group of boys playing Sandlot baseball. And he remembers thinking to himself, it was the greatest thing I'd ever saw. They were good. They were real good. It was like their own baseball kingdom. And all I had was this plastic mitt that my grandmother got me for my birthday when I was six. I didn't even know how to play. And when I stepped out and tried to make friends, I found out that they didn't even keep score. They didn't choose sides. They never even stopped playing the game. It never ended. Whenever they left for the night and they came back, they just picked up where they were the day before. And I figured that even though I didn't even know how to play, maybe I could just be the ninth man and stand in the outfield and take up space. So, as the story goes, uh, Smalls introduces himself, and at first the, the kids are uh, reluctant to accept him. He's a loser. He doesn't even know how to throw. He doesn't even know how to catch. You're killing me, Smalls. But that's not what Benny thought. Benny wanted to bring Smalls into the game. Benny wanted to make him a part of the team. Uh, the other boys were a little bit resistant. See, it, is, it was a dream game only for those on the inside, but, but it was different for somebody who was on the outside. Alan, they, who the, the guy who they called Yeah Yeah, he says, Yeah Yeah, Benny, he's, he's a wiener. Oscar Meyer, footlong, wiener. And Benny... The best guy on the team, best guy on the field, shoots back at the, at the braggadocious, yeah, yeah. What are you laughing at, yeah, yeah? You run like a duck. KK, but I'm, but I'm part of the team, right? So how come he don't get to be? See, Benny's word on the sandlot was gospel truth. Benny was far and above the best player in the town, the best player in the valley. The other boys knew that they could, they could give each other a hard time, they could heckle each other, but compared to Benny, they had nothing to brag about. And so when he spoke, he spoke with the authority of a king at the sandlot. See, they all knew that he was destined for the big leagues. And so what he said went, and just like that, Smalls became a part of the game. Smalls became a part of the team because Benny said so. Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez, he said it, it happened. Now the Apostle Paul, he is writing to the Christians in Rome, and in the first part of the letter anyways, the the thing that he's after is to attack, attack bragging rights. Paul is a t- 
attacking all of their grounds for boasting. Now, why would he do that? Because boasting excludes people. Boasting divides people into cliques and groups. Bragging lets us put ourselves over another person. Bragging can ruin the game. And so Paul is, is writing to attack their bragging rights. What do we brag about? What do we boast about vocally, silently in our church? What do we brag about? Well, I'm, I'm young and energetic and tech-savvy. Well, I'm older, wiser, and I give more money. Well, I've been a member here for decades. Well, I got a life outside this place. What do we boast about in our communities? Well, at least I was born here and speak the language. Well, at least I send my kids to good schools. Yeah, yeah, but I drive a better car than you. Yeah, yeah, but my car's more economical. Yeah, yeah, but I ride a bike. What do we boast about? We need to hear these words from Paul again. We need to hear the words from the God who spoke through Paul. This God's creating a new world, and you better get with it. It's a new world that excludes boasting. It's a world that's big enough to include everyone, but it excludes all bragging rights. This is what he said. Romans chapter 3. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those under the law so that every mouth would be shut and the whole world held accountable to God. And so no human being will be declared to be in the right before God on the basis of works of the law but rather through the law continuing to fall short of God's glory. And yet, and yet, as a free gift by God's grace, they are declared to be in the right has been revealed through the redemption, through the rescue that is in the anointed King Jesus. Although the law and Jesus bear witness to it, this right standing comes into effect. Through Jesus, by his blood, the anointed king, God did it to demonstrate that he is in the right. Through passing over sins from beforehand in God's patience, God did it to show that he is in the trusts. right now, in this present time, and for him to be there is in no the difference. right and to declare to There's be in no the right. Dis- everyone who trusts in the faithfulness of Jesus. So then, where is boasting? Where is boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? Of works? No. By the law of faith. Because we hold that a person is declared to be in the right because of faith, because of trusting apart from the works of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Can you imagine a world without boasting? Do you imagine a world without bragging rights? It's not possible, is it? This is what we do. We boast, we brag. 
how would you know how to separate the hard workers from the slackers if you didn't have things to brag about? How would you be able to tell someone who's successful from someone who's a failure if you didn't have things to boast about? How would you know who gets the glory, who gets the prize, who gets the praise? I admit, it's hard to imagine. And maybe I overstated the case. God is creating a new world. And it's a world where only one person gets to boast. Only one person has all the bragging rights. Only one person gets all the glory. And this is the same person who sacrificed his privilege and his power, who, who gave up his exclusive contract, who, who set aside his free agent status and became a slave, became a servant, suffered death, even death on a cross so that you and I might become a smalls. Smalls, but important part of the team, of the game. All right, so whenever you're tempted to boast, whenever you're tempted to brag, whenever you're tempted to set yourself above somebody and exclude them for any reason at all, whenever you feel worthless, whenever you're having a pity party and you want to exclude yourself, I want you to remember the gospel in the words of God's unwilling prophet, Benny Rodriguez. You're a part of the team, right? You've been baptized into the death and the new life of the king. You're a part of the team, right? Right? So how come he doesn't get to be? How come she doesn't get to be? How come? In the name of Jesus, amen.